Hey English casters, it's me, English teacher Matthew, and we're back again for another episode of Matthew's English Cast, the podcast for English learners, learning English on the go. Hey English casters, how is everything? How's it going? Well, firstly, I should apologize for the late episode. However, I feel like I have a good excuse. Last week, my area was hit by a huge thunderstorm and、uh, lightning struck near my home, which caused、uh, quite a lot of damage to both my internet and electricity. Luckily, that was it. My next door neighbor's fridge and television were both damaged due to the storm. Recently, the weather has improved a little bit. Um, and at the weekend,、um, we had temperatures、um, at around 30 degrees. So the temperatures、uh, have been scorching, and、um, the condition outside has been pretty humid. But、uh, along with that, there have been some extreme storms which have occurred. And actually, last night while I was out jogging, I was drenched. In a heavy downpour. My, my clothes and trainers got absolutely soaked, and even 24 hours later, they are still a little bit damp, so、um, I couldn't go running this evening because I don't want to go running in damp trainers. Okay, so in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about my hometown, but before that, I just want to go through a few things with you. Firstly, you can, find me on, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. All you have to do is search Matthew's English Cast and you'll be able to find my profile. I update my social media pages quite regularly, so、uh, if you are a Facebook fan or an Instagrammer, you'll be able to follow me there. Furthermore, if you didn't know already, I am a freelance English as a second language teacher who helps、uh, English learners reach their fluency. So, if you want to have English classes with me, then make sure you check out my italki profile. I will put a link in the show notes for you to have a look at. You can、uh, book classes with me via that link too, and I help、uh, people mainly with their spoken English. Both in terms of business and general English. I also、um, help and coach、uh, students pass language exams such as Cambridge English exam,、uh, such as CAE and、uh, CPE and FCE. And I also help people with the International English Language Testing System as well, which is IELTS. So, if you want to pass a language exam for school or immigration purposes, then I can help you with that too. But anyway,、uh, I could ramble for ages, but、uh, I guess you're here to listen、uh, to me talking about my hometown. Make sure you keep a notebook close to you, and if you need to listen again, feel free to do so because you may not catch everything the first time. Listening to someone speak English is a great way to practice listening and improve your English. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the show.
Hey guys, uh, like I said before, in today's episode, I'm going to tell you about my hometown by answering five common IELTS part one questions. Hopefully by listening to me, you'll be able to pick up how I answer the questions uh, and in addition, what kind of words and phrases I use while talking about my hometown. Make sure you keep a notebook handy so you can take down any notes you might need. And uh, additionally, make sure you listen again and again and again, um, just so you can understand it uh, properly. And so you're able to fully understand what kind of sentence structure I use, as well as the kind of words and phrases I use as well. But I will go through it a little bit at the end after I've answered the five questions. So what I will do is I'll read the question and then I will tell you my answer. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. So here we go. Okay, here's the first question. Where is your hometown? I was born and raised in a commuter town named South End, which is located on the southeast coast of England to the east of London. You can travel from South End by train and end up in central London within an hour. So it's an ideal place for Londoners to relax and unwind at the weekend after a busy working week. Question two. Is there much to do in your hometown? Honestly speaking, I think there isn't too much to do during the colder months, but in the summer, there is loads to do. The seafront, which is home to an aquarium and a theme park, is a popular place for most people to hang out with friends and walk along the beach or even sunbathe. The nightlife is also fantastic due to the fact that there is an array of nightclubs, bars and gentlemen's clubs for people to let their hair down and enjoy a glass or two of alcohol. Question three. What are the people like there? Well, although there is an opinion that people from this area of the country are not very intelligent, I believe most people who are brought up in Southend are friendly, laid-back people who enjoy having a laugh. If I were to compare them with Londoners, I would say that they are less serious and are willing to give others a hand when they need it. Question four. What's your favourite place in your hometown? Due to the fact that I'm a huge football fan, I would say that Roots Hole, the football stadium where Southend United play, is the place I adore the most. I actually used to go and attend the matches as a teenager and even saw them beat Manchester United 1-0 when they had Cristiano Ronaldo on their books. Question five. Has it changed much since you were a child? To be honest, in some ways it has. The seafront area has had a lot of developments recently, especially to the pier. The pier had looked a bit dilapidated when I was a child, but now it looks brand new. They have installed a viewpoint, so you can look into the distance from a high vantage point, and it has also become more tourist friendly, which would hopefully entice more people to come down and have a look at South End. <laughs> Thank you.
So um, before I continue, I just want to go back through uh, the answers that I gave and just explain some of the words and vocabulary that I used that maybe you didn't know before. Now, in the first question, I used the phrase, I was born and raised. This phrase is basically a more complicated way of saying I was born. I think if you use this phrase, uh, you will impress the examiner more than just saying I was born. I also used um, a relative clause to say where it is. Relative clauses are a good way to link two sentences together to make one long sentence. Complex sentences are essential if you want to get a very high band in IELTS. So I said, I was born and raised in a commuter town named Southend, which is located on the southeast coast of England. This is a long, complex sentence. A commuter town is basically a town in which the residents, the people that live there, uh, don't work there, but actually work somewhere else. They just live in the town and commute to work. They travel to work by train or by bus. And like I said, South End is actually on the outskirts of London. So most people who live in South End work in London. In the second question, uh, which uh, was, is there much to do in your hometown? Now, when, it's, when they ask this question, they're asking, what can you do there? Now, I used the word loads. Loads means there is a lot to do, but it's a more colloquial word. It's a slang word. I think uh, using slang words can be good, but obviously don't overuse them. Um, I used the phrase hang out. It's a phrasal verb which means to meet your friends. And uh, I also used the phrase uh, let their hair down. It's more of an idiom, and if you let your hair down, it has the same meaning as to relax and unwind, which I used in the first question. In the third question, uh, what are the people like? This question means like, uh, can you describe the people? Can you describe their characteristics? Here, what I try to do is use lots of different adjectives. Now, I use words intelligent and friendly, which are quite common, but I use other words such as laid back, which means not serious. I, use, uh, I also used uh, idioms enjoy having a laugh, which means enjoy having a good time, and give others a hand. And if some people are willing to give others a hand, it means they are willing to help them. They are helpful. The fourth question, what's your favourite place in your hometown? Here I said, I'm a huge fan, which means I really, really like. If you're a huge fan of something, it means you really, really, really like, really, 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 really like it. <laughs> and uh, instead of using the word favourite, I tried to use uh, synonyms. I tried to paraphrase the word in the question. It's a great way to show that you understand the question and 
that you know other words. It can impress the examiner. So I use the word adore the most. Maybe you can think of a better word than that, but that's just the word that came up in my mind. I also mentioned the time Southend beat Manchester United. This is true, this happened. You can go on Google now and type Southend United versus Manchester United and you will find uh, the highlights and the result and you'll see the team Manchester United had that day, which included Cristiano Ronaldo. And I said uh, when they had Cristiano Ronaldo on their books. And this basically means uh, when Cristiano Ronaldo was playing for them, when Cristiano Ronaldo was an employee of Manchester United. The last question, has it changed much since you were a child? Here, obviously, you're talking about from the past until now. So it's a great uh, question for you to show that you can use a past perfect and present perfect well. And I tried to use those sentences in there. Uh, I use the word dilapidated, which means uh, run down, very old looking, looks ugly, uh, doesn't looks very, very poor, doesn't look good. But now it looks brand new. Brand new is a collocation. Instead of saying it looks new, you can say it looks brand new. And um, I also used the verb entice. Entice has the same meaning as attract. So, for example, uh, when you smell hamburgers, it can entice you to eat it because hamburgers smell really, really nice. I also try to use phrasal verb come down and have a look. Have a look means to look and come down means to uh, go to the place. But uh, using phrasal verb is another way to uh, increase your score. Idioms, phrasal verbs are essential. But anyway, what I suggest you do is just have another listen again, and maybe you'll be able to pick up uh, some of the things I was talking about. Maybe you'll be able to understand it a little bit more. Hopefully you found it a little bit helpful. In terms of my answers, I'm not quite sure what kind of band I would attain, but based on what I know and the students who I've assisted in the past, I think uh, I can achieve higher than a seven with what I've said. Obviously, there are another two parts to this exam that I haven't talked about. Uh, part two, which is the long speech, and part three, which is the more complicated questions. That's how I would define it. But uh, the reason why I think I can attain more than a seven is the fact that I used a lot of longer sentences, which were varied. I didn't use the same sentence repeated. I used a wide range of different sentences that contained a mixture of grammar tenses throughout the five questions. They were also accurate without a mistake, which is essential. I used some uncommon vocabulary, like I said, such as idioms and phrasal verbs. I also felt that my answers had uh, some kind of structure, and I used a lot of cohesive devices and conjunctions to organise my points. That's the reason why I think I would attain quite a high score. If you try to think about all of these points when you answer an IELTS question, uh, then I think you can do really well. If you can't do some of these things well or you find it difficult, then this is something that you 
probably need to focus on and practice. And uh, like I said, if you are interested in the English classes, then make sure you uh, click the link uh, in the show notes and uh, you can book a class with me if you want to, because uh, some of these things are what I go through with uh, students that I have and we try to practice it. And I try to give feedback based on these things. So you can find it really helpful. If you have any other questions, then make sure you get in touch on Facebook or Instagram. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you learned something new. If this is your first time listening, make sure you subscribe and make sure you share this episode with your friends. If you haven't already, then make sure you listen to the other episodes that I've uploaded. You can listen to them on all apps, not just Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but you can also find them on Google Podcasts, the Anchor app, which you can listen to in Iran, Castbox. There are so many actually that you can listen on. But um obviously a lot of people like Spotify, so you can listen to me on Spotify and then listen to your favorite music afterwards. So if you have any other questions at all, like I said, make sure you get in touch on Facebook or Instagram. You can find me on there, just search Matthew's English Cast. And um next episode we'll talk about something else. But I thought uh, answering these kind of questions can help you understand the IELTS part 1 a little bit better, but also learn a little bit about my hometown. If you want some kind of homework, maybe you can think about how you would answer those questions about your hometown and then uh let me know, get in touch with me. But anyway, It was a uh, nice speaking to you today. Have a great week and until next time, keep practicing. <laughs>